This call is from a correction facility and is subject to monitoring and recording. Yeah, yeah, just what we were thinking, witness something amazing, a live podcast like a river constantly streaming, voices to the streets from the streets, what shall it be? Conversations captivating, the sign your higher being, spoken reads that intrigue elevating, self-esteem up to the God level where everything is supreme, like refracting through a prism of vision yourself away. See your royalty, fashion out of dreams. Anti gravity is the force that's reshifting the force, uplifting people's spirits, yet as well as their voice. Topics of your choices, and if it defies logic, a different perspectives can open up people's eyes. This Christian and Brandy, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 7 p.m. Tune in or hit the highway Tuesday and Thursday. Here's rap over beat, cause it's us behind the wall battle rapping against the streets, yeah. Blueprint 
as people, most shows are, or as people would imagine it to be. Um, sure. But but to me, you know, raising the voice of people, giving a platform for people to speak to me as a form of reform. But, you know, you, you're the one that's, you know, in the situation. You're the one that's currently incarcerated, you know, you have been for the last 20 years. And I know eventually you're going to do your mini-series and go through your uh, life lessons and just your tribulations. But I wanted to take the time to hear from you. Um, what do you think about Prison Talk now? Uh, what do you think about it when the idea first created, <laughs> you know, first happened? And what do you think about uh, the way we're handling things? What do you think about the way we're going about things? Well, well like you said, you know, you get your... Um, perspective from your point of view of when the seed of the podcast started and then for me you know the whole idea of the podcast came from um, well my desire from for want to participate and be a part of a podcast came from my sister you know Stoner Barley which you'll be hearing from her you know pretty soon you know she's busy with school you know kids life but um, she definitely wants to be a part of the podcast and, um, you know, share some of, you know, the things that she's going through and to speak to, um, you know, things that she had to say concerning the matter. But uh, for, for me, myself, you know, it started with her, you know what I'm saying, just she didn't never have the time. And that's one of the big issues with people that's behind the wall is that, you you know, you have this separation and it's like you're, you're isolated from, you know, society, basically, you know what I mean? You really don't have too many outlets, but, you know, the phone, and then now we have a, a, a kiosk system where we can email now, but once upon a time, we didn't have that, you know what I mean? Like like you said, I've been there 20 years, you know what I'm saying? I first got locked up when I was a juvenile, you know, I was waived as an adult, you know, for my robbery, um, carjacking, and gun charges, you know, so, um, you know, I'm from Maryland. You know, land over Kidland. So um, shout out to Kidland Zoo. So yeah. <clears throat> so. But even you know, even, from my even, point of view, even even with yeah. that, sorry to interrupt. But even with yeah. that, with the fact that you know phone calls aren't the thirty dollars they used to be, and you know you have kiosks where you can email back and forth. There are a lot of people yeah. there that still don't have support. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of a lot of people um they don't they don't have support. You know, and, um, you know, when you get locked up, you know, things still go on for your family and friends. You get what I'm saying? They have a life to live. So it's like, it's a lot that people want to do. A lot of people out there, you know, a lot of my family and friends, they have good intentions, but at the end of the day, they got life to live, you know? So um, for a person that's in here, you know, you have to, yeah, yes, we have food, clothing, shelter, you know, lights. You know, we don't have to worry about none of them things. But um, as far as doing anything for yourself, it's, it's really hard to get things accomplished and get things done. Now, when it comes to prison reform, you know, one of the most important things people need to know is if you don't have a platform where you could hear from people like myself and others, then how will you be, be able to know who it is um, the, 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 the spirit and the minds and the hearts and the soul of the people that you're fighting for or, you know, you're not fighting for. Like, you, you don't even uh, have an idea of, you know, who these people are, you know what I'm saying, to want to even want to fight for them. 
So it's like you need a platform where people can speak their mind, express their ideas, to show their talent, to show their brilliance, to show where their heart is at, where their mind is at, you know, um, how they done change, you know, how they done rehabilitate themselves. And, you know, the thing about the importance of prison reform is we really don't have no perfect education system behind the wall. Now, what do I mean by that? You have uh, DOEE for people where they can go and get their GED, in which, you know, they, they've been very successful with that. There's been a lot of people that have been getting their GEDs. But what, what then after that? Okay, you got vocational classes. You know what I'm saying? The way they currently have things established within the DOC, which is the Department of Corrections, you can only get one vocation trade per incarceration. So let's, let's you know, use myself because we're speaking towards myself, right? I've been locked up 20 years. So I, I have, um, I was fortunate enough to take multiple vocational classes um, prior to the ushering in of um, that rule where you can only have one vocation per incarceration. But once they came with that rule, that, that cut me off. You know what I'm saying? Now I can't participate in any other vocational classes that they have. So let's look at um, my vocational trades. I got um, a vocational trade in custodial maintenance. I got a vocational trade in drywall. Now, this was, was 16 years ago. <laughs> so think about how many things have changed since then. Think, think about some of the, you see what I'm saying? Some of the skills that I acquired that I'm not even able to use. And you I think that's saying? basically because I, I believe the state gets a lot of federal money to be able to yeah. do those types of things. But, yeah. you know, it, it's just like with the whole concept that commissary or music that you buy or the kiosk that you email on. You know, right. technically inmate funds and supposed to go to the inmates. I mean, I feel like it's the same kind of concept, you know. They get this right. money for you, but they're not going to give it all to you. <laughs> right. There's mismanagement when it comes to that. You know, so it's like the disarray, there's a disarray within the system that a lot of people don't realize. Now, what do I mean by this? Okay, you can fact check everything that I'm saying. Okay, our director, our, who, there's a board, and then you have a director, and his name is Harold Clark. You know, um, and then you have you know wardens over each institution that you know they have to answer to you know key people that's in Richmond. But um, you have a situation where a lot of people is quitting in these penitentiary systems. You know, like especially now, now because of the pandemic, right? And it was, this was this was this was prior to the pandemic. Oh, okay. And since the pandemic, the, the number has—I uh, don't want to throw a number out there, but it's worsened. You know what I'm saying? Like you have, uh, you know, even more people quitting. So um, not only is you know it's limited staff, you know, but now it's like they fast tracking. You know what I'm saying? The learning process that you know officers have to go through. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to be properly trained on. You know. Um, Interacting with people as far as social skills, as far as communication, as far as learning policies, discretionary things. So it's like it's a, it's a, it's it's not just one thing. It's, it's it's like a web, you know what I'm saying? And it's and it's so intricate when you get to talk of prison reform because we haven't even got to the meat of it. This is just things that I'm I'm experiencing that I can tell you when it comes to education, where you know it's up to us to um, rehabilitate ourselves. And so this is where my idea came from, where, where I was saying the seed was planted by my sister with the podcast and then talking to you and, you know, you had your idea would be more, we'll start the podcast and we came together and, you know, it became this thing to where, you know, it was partial 
business. We, you know, we thinking about, you know, helping people get their voice out by digital, helping them digitally record their music. And then we was like, hey, well, why not start a podcast for people to get their voices out? And then, hey, you know, what about prison reform? And then we didn't want to limit it. You know what I mean? We wanted other people, you know, because it's just bigger than people that's behind the wall. You know what I'm saying? There's people on the street who's behind the wall. You know what I mean? They behind the wall of their insecurities. They they behind the wall, of, you know, of their fear. They they behind the wall of their low self esteem. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's many different forms of prison or prison. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's more than just a play on the word. On the word. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when we say prison, it's it's so many different uh, um, meanings, and you know, so many um, different. Ideas and expansion of that idea and concept, you know, what I mean, to where you know it represents different perspectives. We're giving you, you know, different perspectives from people that's behind the wall and on the street, and we bridging, we creating a bridge for the two. You know, what I'm saying for people behind the wall to interact with people on the street, okay. so you get to intimately know, you know, what I'm saying some people behind the wall to know who you're dealing with, to, you know, what I'm saying to make you want to fight for us. You know, to give you ideas, you know what I mean, to inspire, you know, uh, inspire you, you know what I mean, because there's a, there's a lot of brothers that's very educated. It's just that they, they they don't have no medium or no channel. They don't have no ability to to, to network, you know what I mean. Like a uh, smart brother once said, he said, yo, your network is your network, you know what I mean. So it's like, you know, we're not able to network with people out there in society and vice versa. Because one thing about us behind the wall, we have the time to study. We have the time to isolate ourselves and reflect. And Even out that there, can be hard sometimes is, because you don't have yeah. the resources. That's yeah, we just lack resources. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, and so, and that's the biggest you know, thing. You know, I've always been upset with you know the fact yeah. that they say they earn all this money, but yet they don't provide these resources. Yeah, that's right. You know. Um, <clears throat> It's, it's so many great organizations that's out there. And like I said, when I do my mini-series, I will speak to some of these different organizations <clears throat> that um, are fighting for the cause of helping with prison reform, with bringing better programs, you know, um, because one of the penological goals, right, is rehabilitation. Right. Why? Because there's another penological um, um, goal, dealing with deterrence, you know what I mean? See, one of the things about it, with my case and my situation, I was a juvenile wage as a dope. They got a thing called culpability, meaning do you have the ability to change? So who measures that? Right. You get what I'm saying? So who measures that? And, and once you do measure it and you get the result, how how does that, you know, um, affect me? You know what I mean? How does that apply to me? There is no parole in the game. You see what I'm saying? So I was given, you know, a lengthy sentence, you know what I mean, over 25 years. So it's like I got to do 85% of my time no matter how much I'm able to change. That, that wasn't considered in my court case. You see what I'm saying? My judge, Benjamin Kendrick, gave me all my time and didn't suspend nothing. You know what I mean? I ain't never had no adult charges. I wasn't no adult. I was raised as an adult. You see what I'm saying? But, you know, on my miniseries, I explain a little bit about my story, my experience, and my travels. Right. And um, that will be coming soon. But, you know, for to speak about, you know, people, you know, um, not realizing that we started out with an idea. And then, like you said, you know, when me and you was talking, you know, it became a reality. 
And one thing about reality is it's no longer theoretical. It's no longer subjective. It's something that's tangible and concrete. And the reality it is, it is that it takes time. You have one minute remaining. <laughs> there okay. we go. Time, right? <laughs> we're we're going to hold that one and uh, we're sure. going to wait for a dream child to call back. <laughs> Okay, so we are back on the air with Jean Child. <laughs> and um, yeah, everything you said, of course, has a, a lot of valid, valid points. And um, one good thing that you said is that we haven't even begun to reach the surface. Um, you know, the, 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 the podcast thing was a joke, and then we decided to open up our website, www.age-insideout.com, that offers some prison services that are very good. Um, and then they kind of say, mm, okay, let's go further, <laughs> you know? And then it evolved into this podcast. But, you know, the more we thought about it, it was like, I don't want a podcast that's solely about prison. You know, it's better to have a podcast that's about life and just prison is a part of life. And as me and Brandy were talking earlier, you know, it's a live prison. Uh, you know, we, we took a phone call today from a woman who is not yet ready to tell her story, but she promised me that she will soon. For 22 years, she's been abused by her husband. And she took it faithfully, <laughs> you know, because she felt like if she didn't take her kids to get it. And to me, that's a form of prison, you know? So, you know, we don't want it to seem like this is an incarcerated focus podcast. You know, the podcast is about life. It's about all aspects of life. It's about you being able to tell your story and live your truth in this moment, <laughs> you know? But it's just not, it, it's not fair and it wouldn't be right to do that without including you guys who are incarcerated. And the reason why we will play so much of your stuff is because we don't have a platform. You know, it's, you know we just talked about a few minutes ago. I'm sorry, I don't mean to send you off. <laughs> but we just talked a few minutes ago about this. There are people who are incarcerated that don't get phone calls and don't reach out to their family or don't get emails, you know, because that's how distant we are to each other. You know, we're just trying to break barriers and break gaps and help people understand that, hey, we're all a little weird and we're all a little crazy. Back <laughs> the end of the day, we're really all the same. And to add on that, but life is a way. See, see, that's, that's the affirmation that I have, that I am the love of the all and all love of me. I am a part of the all and all is a part of me. I am one with the all and all is one with me. So when you are part of the all, you connected to all things. So, you know, a lot of times, you know, we get caught up in the, the concept of something. And it's not until we come across, you know, um, different perspectives of the concept that we hold in our mind that it truly expands if you allow it to, if you become open-minded. Yeah. Because a concept can, can expand. You can start out learning about something, and then the more you gain knowledge on it, your, your awareness of that particular subject or that particular idea starts to expand. So prison reform expands further than just focusing on what one may deem is 
about prison reform. Meaning this, meaning this, like, where do things start for a person like me? I started when I was a child. Everything, everything goes back to when we was a child. And in our experience, because in psychology, it's nature nurture. You can have you can have things within the DNA within your nature, but you need it to be nurtured. And without proper nourishment, then that that seed that's planted in you is unable to to grow properly. Now I know this all too well because my psychiatrist explains it to me daily. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, I only go twice a week, but you know, I was exaggerating. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I just want to, because you know, we have got messages and comments and emails that people were expected, hey, why isn't this more about prison reform? Why is it more about prison reform? And, you know, like, where did you go? Originally, <laughs> I mean, that, we, we're not directly talking about prison reform. Right. Yeah. And originally, that was the concept, you know, the concept was to try to, you know, get people involved and to get people to hear, but when you um, think about that, when you think about the cause, when you think about the reasoning behind it, you know, to me, there's no better truth than to see a guy who's been down 20 years and a completely different man who took advantage of every opportunity the Department of Corrections gave him to, you know, living, you know, the life that he wants to live when he's on the street and studying and spending time studying. And those kind of things, to me, the only way to really see prison reform is to show the pictures of what you guys do on your own, <laughs> you know? Because we already discovered that the DOC and probably any state, <laughs> you know, or the Bureau of Prisons, um, especially now with Corona, they're, all, they're not offering you anything, you know? So the only way for you guys to excel is to um, change yourself. But... I also raised the same question with Zemore, um, you know, we were having a discussion about it earlier, and it's like, you know, after 20 years, what more do you expect to get out of a person? What more, how much more do you think a person can change? Because after 20 years, that person is pretty much <laughs> the way they're going to be, you know? And who's to say that that's not rehabilitated? But, you know, it's like they give these excess, excess sentences, <laughs> you know, and, and it's and everything is a struggle, everything is hard, and we're planning on on discussing all that stuff. You know, it's like, yeah, you know, I like to keep it light and simple. We like to talk about life, we like to talk about day-to-day stuff. But, you know, having it to work, so I'm going to interview one of our local prosecutors. And, you know, the unique thing that I do find out about, you know, the prosecutor is that they actually um, are really big on the black Lives matter movement, but you're a prosecutor, you know? And it's like, hmm, is that a conflict of interest? So it'll be interesting to see how that conversation goes, you know? You know, because it's just, so it, it's, it's, it's a lot of things that's going to happen within these next few weeks, within these next few months, you know, where, where people who know a lot about life but don't know anything about podcasts, you know? And we're basically learning as we go along, but we're not giving up. You know, this is going to be our fifth episode, <laughs> you know, and, you know, this three weeks ago was just an idea, <laughs> you know, it was something we should start it. And now we're into like our fifth episode and, you know, for it to be our fifth episode, we have 
400 subscribers, which is not a bad thing. Um, <laughs> you know, so we're doing okay, but you know, I, I don't want people, I want people to listen to this episode because they know that, you know, we're not just, it's not a prison focused show. It's a life focused show. And just so happens that prison is a big part of life. You know, it, it, originally it was you were the only correspondent. And then we had, you know, the knowledge on the block who was the correspondent. But now when you think about it, you know, we have CJ Fowler and his book words. You know, you, you have, um, the final answer and his music. <laughs> you know? So it's like we're, we're evolving into where the voice that we want it to have is already existing. You know, people are already being able to share their truth, they're sharing their voices. And to me, I feel like that's one of the best things about this podcast already is that people recognize what it is. They recognize how different it is. They recognize that, hey, I can call up here and be honest. Um, yeah. and, and, and I just want to make sure people understand that, yes, we are going to have a lot of prison dogs, <laughs> you know? Yeah. We're going to play a lot of prison music. We're going to play a lot of prison spoken words. But, you know, eventually the plan is to have these battles to, to see which one's better, you know? It's, you know, things like this kind of give people a hope. You know, they, it, it, it's an outlet that allows people to feel like there is a light at the end of the tunnel. You know, and, that, and that's kind of... And, 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 and let me just say this for, um, um, to put things in perspective. We, we've heard about... Since I've since I've been in the system, I heard about all the um, laws changing for you know um, you know all the offenders, whether you're nonviolent or violent. Oh, they gonna change it from 85 percent to 65 percent. They you know oh they gonna bring parole back. Boom boom. They've been saying that year after year. Right. Just like you know many of the things that people have been fighting for when it comes to prison reform, they've been they've been making those same points year after year. Right. You know, when people talk about um, disproportionate sentences, I've been hearing that year after year. You see what I'm saying? It's a lot of things when it comes to, you know, people that's been fighting on our behalf, you know what I'm saying, which I have much love and much respect for them because year after year, you know, <clears throat> you know, um, you got some people that's in the trenches that's fighting. But for me, the importance of, you know, what I see in AGE prison for is that it's, it's allowing a platform for those people like me who at times felt deflated or some people that lost all hope and they, they get, you know, you know they deteriorated from, you know, wanting to read the Virginia Cure or, the, um, the, uh, you know, any anything coming from any reputable source speaking about laws changing or anything pertaining to prison reform or any educational, you know, um, Spying information, you know what I'm saying? It's like this. This allows them to have hope, you know what I'm saying? Because the word is traveling, and a lot of people is, is wanting to participate, and it allows them to be heard. They able to express their thoughts, and they able to bring to the table things that they're aware of. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then one, and then one thing that my mom, you know, used to always say. She said, "Boy, everybody ain't lying." So when 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 we start to speak the same thing. Without no collusion, where we all separate from different places and we speak in the same thing, it shows you the reality of what's going on. Right. You know what I'm saying? It shows you that you have a lot of good brothers that deserve a second chance. It shows you that, that, that there's a lot of injustice. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 it highlights these things. 
So the, so the pressure is going to be put back on to, okay, the Congress people who are supposed to be the agents for the people by black law dictionary. That's the definition. This is a democracy. The word democracy in itself means the voice of the people. That's what it means. So if democracy is true, democracy is the voice of the people. Then what do we have here? The voice of the people. How, you know, how more powerful than that? Having a platform where the voice of the people from, from, you know, behind the walls can speak. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and then the people on the street, they can speak. And then you bring those two voices together to create additional sound. Right. One thing I one thing I learned synergy is, is way more powerful than a single unit. A unit. You know what I mean? So together we can do way more than we can do on our own. And right. a lot of us that feel like we're alone. And that's what and that's what um Christian and myself is trying to say. You know what I mean? That you know, we want to create a platform where everybody's voice can be heard. No matter whether you have mental illness, where no matter whether, you know, you suffer from depression, you know what I'm saying, anxiety. You know what I mean? No matter whether you stuck, you know, with your nine to five, or no matter whether you unemployed, you know what I'm saying, you're struggling, you know what I'm saying, you're scrambling out there. You know what I mean? So you know, um, like I said, you know, my sister Stoner Robert, she's supposed to be speaking about her situation. You know, she spoke about, you know, she going to school and she wanna, you know, find ways to make more money but she can't fit it into her schedule. She's un you know, she's unable. And she, you, know, you know, for a person like her, what is she supposed to do? She got kids, she's trying to do the right thing by going to school, you know what I'm saying? She's, you know, seeking, you know, better ways to improve her living condition. And it's like, sometimes, you know, we feel like we're stuck in the box. You know, how better, you know what I'm saying, than to have a platform to speak about those things but you, you never know what can come about. Because we all can be each other's angel or each other's blessing. And this and this is and this is what makes this platform powerful, and this is what makes it about prison reform, because in in essence, you know, what I mean, we're going to magnetically attract the things that we need, you know, what I'm saying, to bring about change, because change is going to come. But the question is, you know, what form of change is going to change into? You can have change; it don't mean necessarily going to be good change. It could be bad change. But we 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 dictate we um uh, dictate what that change is going to be. And then change starts with a vision, and then it starts with a voice, because words have power, and we have to speak into existence that w which we imagine, you know, through the imagination of our heart. And, and I guess this, I just want to take some time out to say that, because we're, we're talking a lot about, about people's prison and their art and the way they express themselves. You know, yeah. AGE doesn't agree with anybody's opinion, <laughs> you know? So is a format for you to be able to express who you are completely. However, we're not supporting or not supporting anything anybody says. You know, and I say that because, you know, I know a lot of people are into, like, the gangster rap and, you know, or, you know, they're bitter because of the time they spent. They're not having anybody. And, you know, you never know what a person's going to be, including mine. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I'm gonna say some stuff that might be offensive as hell sometimes, but that yeah. that, that isn't what this show reflects. It's just what I reflect. You know, just what you yeah. reflect, or the other guests that we have on. It's just a reflection of their truth at the moment. So yeah. you know, just because you don't agree with a common roommate today, don't 
mainly you should stop listening <laughs> because eventually we're going to have somebody that agrees with you. And hey, if you don't agree with it, it's easy. Send an email. Christian, X-T-I-A-N, at A-D-E-PrisonTalk.com. You can call in, 757-529-0045. Look, I got to take this that's the number. <laughs> I was like, is it 0045? Forgive. <laughs> yeah, please forgive me. Look, it's taking a long time to get to this, too. Oh, okay, I never saw. Here you go. I'm like, is it 0045 or 0044? Look, we're going to call into a Chinese journey. Right. Well, can you get me something? Okay, it is 0045. Okay, 757-529-0045. You can always call that in. Let us know what you feel. You can email us. You got Christian at agprisontalk.com. You got be more at agprisontalk.com. Um, Vic Santana is going to start doing her Generation X podcast, the AGE Presents Generation X. That's going to be on Thursday, coming soon. Yeah. Um, we got Red, Red, that, uh, you know, he is a form of art in himself. <laughs> yeah. So you know, and you know, we're gonna hear from a little bit of everybody. You know, we got the knowledge in the block. We got, you know, knowledge now. We got um, the final answer. You know, the shape shifters. There's more. There's more people that want to get involved. You know, that will yeah. get involved. But everything is a process, and everything takes its time. And you know, we want to do things. Number one, you know, I want to do things the right way. Number two, I want to be able to protect the art of those that we invite on this show. I want to be able to protect the spoken words that you hear and the facts that you hear because, you know, this is, these belong to somebody, <laughs> you know? And it, it's, not, it's not beneath people to go out and steal things. So before we put on the air, you know, we make sure that it's published. You make sure that it has a copyright to it. <laughs> we make sure that if you happen to take it or use it, we will be seeing your ass in court. And you will be paying our lawyer fees. <laughs> yes. But, um, Jane Child, I'm, I'm very grateful that you decided to grace us with your presence and give us your thoughts and ideas. Of course, we'll be hearing plenty, plenty more from you. Um, cause I thought, I thought that this was a conversation that was best had with you in it because you can give the inside perspective. You know? Exactly. So, as always, check us out Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. <laughs> um, you know, you see seven to seven o'clock hour. Maybe a little late because you know I'm on uh, my time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it, it will be up there. We got episodes one through four streaming now. Um, you know, look forward to having um, more music, more spoken words. You know, we got DJ Dollar that has another spoken word that's coming up soon. Um, probably in the next podcast. You know, we got the final answers. Gonna do some recording. Um, we also have uh, what is it, broker? You have one minute remaining. And you have her. <laughs> right, and we have her. But we're gonna go ahead and say deuces for tonight. You guys have a blessed night. Continue to check us out. Don't forget about the thousand dollars win on Spotify. 
we're gonna go into one of Dream Child's spoken words, and then I'll be back with you more. So thank you for listening, and see we out. <laughs> What is it you have to say? <clears throat> what does it do I have to say? As my brother once said, nowadays you have to play chess off the board using your closest allies as pawns. Because pawns can be used in the arrangement of moves, whether it's initially two, because it's all on how you move people around you. Fortifying yourself makes it your best object because it's more logic in the thought process of making it harder for people to get to you when you're surrounded. For this reason, pawns are thought to be the easiest of targets, leaving the most vulnerable, but only amateurs had a pawn sacrifice disregarding the potential of every pawn because reaching the other side of the board can change his life. But be careful with your right-hand man because he's your knight. He moves with the L because a workhorse never sleeps at night. Every player is in the book, so why use your knight on a rook? You don't want to lose a valuable piece because in the streets you need firepower to strengthen your deep. That's why you keep a bishop or two that can slide when you need them, but a dog will turn on you and it's been proven that when you don't feed them. Meaning most bishops come at you sideways, so you have to diagonally meet them. Because it's not the people you see coming, it's the ones you don't see. That's why every king needs his queen. Because the queen will move in any direction you tell her because her powers are divine. That's why you have the ability to see three, four moves ahead, sometimes even five. Because when playing chess off the board requires a resource of mental energy because focus will requires a strange concentration of all the synergy, meaning that each piece collectively produces a greater power than as a single unit. Chess off the board is applying the application of chess to life as a human. The unseen hand is the hand you don't see, making it the mind or the hand that moves the piece. But wait, it gets deep. The rabbit hole goes much deep. If the mind directs the hand, then what directs the mind? Is it the soul? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back. <laughs> Take 22. Um, right. So, in the earlier segment, basically, we were talking with Dream Child about um, how prison talk, how it evolved so quickly. <laughs> because originally, it was supposed to be like a show about prison reform. And then we kind of got away from the aspect, and y'all heard all that earlier. We ain't got to right, go right. into it more. But how do you think it's evolved since the conception of the show last week? <laughs> well, <laughs> technically, it evolved a whole lot because the original, um, I guess, thought we had, we didn't really consider the whole prison reform thing. You're right. So, but again, adding, (laughs) but, you know, adding in Dream Child, you know, it was almost necessary to, since we're talking about our lives, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, of course, he's definitely living life a little differently than us. I say he lives in a parallel universe. They're not the Avengers, but they're close. They're the prisoners. So, yeah. But, Um, um, also, 
and since and you know originally it was just Dream Child, right? And now it turned into we got the Knowledge on the Block that's doing right. a mini series, and then um, my nephew Pete P Rock. <laughs> oh, he's my nephew, so I don't know his nickname, okay? <laughs> but he's doing a mini series too um, to talk about his life. He mm-hmm. was convicted of murder at the age of fourteen. Wasn't allowed to have a parent present during the interrogation. So, you know, we feel like he was coached into a lot of things. But, you know, he's actually going to do a 10-episode miniseries about his life and what he went through in the system. Okay. And then we have um, another guy. Um, I'm just going to call him the monk. Because he's into, like, Wing Chun and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) and, And, yes, he's black. Um, <laughs> and he's doing a mini series on his life too. Kind of similar situation, except that he was convicted of capital murder. Uh, yeah, and here it is. You know, like his twenty fifth year going up for parole, been charged free ten years, which should be a determination. Like no one, it is pos- impossible to like be locked up for ten years and not have a charge about something. Because they write you up over stupid stuff like having a kitchen spoon. <laughs> you okay. know, like it's or contraband. Like it's gonna come across you. You're gonna get written up for something. This guy hasn't had a charge in ten years, but still won't be considered for parole. What? But yeah, so he's gonna actually be up here to tell a little bit about his story. Okay. Yeah, and then we kind of, I think it from there the whole prison concept branched out into like people who are in abusive relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a form of imprisonment. You know, we, we want to hear those stories, too. Yeah. And we're very close to a story. Um, <laughs> um, the person, it's not funny, her situation, but she wants so much to talk about it. But it's like, okay, I'll do it. No, I won't. Yeah, I'll do it. No, I won't. So it's like, she's in prison, in prison, because she's in prison in her thoughts <laughs> mm. or in her decision-making skills. Right. You know, and it's probably because she never really made decisions for herself. Yeah, so anyway, yeah, it is. That's a form of imprisonment. People with mental issues, that's a form of imprisonment. You know, you got people with Asperger's syndrome, mm-hmm. autism, you know. So yeah. it, 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 not that it's all about imprisonment. We're just about life. And unfortunately, these things are part of life. Definitely a part of life. So, you know, we're, we're basically, we, this platform is to represent all platforms, like, Whatever it is, she's so obvious that she on a cell phone. <laughs> See, she's gonna play with balls in a little bit. So, um, yeah, every week is the same thing. She's gotta go play with balls, play with balls, play with balls. They be like, "I'm tired. Yeah, ain't you tired of balls?" Damn. So, anyway, but like I was saying. This show is about life, like playing with balls, you know? So we're just saying <laughs> that um, it represents every aspect, you know? But we kind of are focusing on people who really don't have a voice because they don't have a voice or platforms to release their voice. They're like silent. Ooh, it took me a minute to get it, but I got it. How <laughs> did you get it? So, and the balls that she played with are just Wally. Okay, she's not no hooker, no hoe, or Listen, anything. I was just gonna let it roll and <laughs> oh, see, okay. see what happened. You know, you see how many emails she gets at Bmore. Yeah. Oh God, at agepresentalk.com. <laughs> yeah, or seven five seven five four lion seven five seven five two nine zero zero four five. 
I got it. It's new, girl. Got to remember, once again, this podcast thing, it's not a thing. It's very special to us. We actually take it very seriously. Yes. But it kind of just happened overnight. Seems like it. Right. It was like, girl, you got two weeks to get ready for this podcast. We're making this happen. And I'm like, oh, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. <laughs> right. It's like once the equipment get here, it's done. Yeah. Then he starts spitting out dates. And I was like, oh, yeah. we're starting in when? Oh, okay. Right. But we're glad that you're on this journey with us, the journey of life. You'll hear a lot of our stories. We're hoping to be able to. Uh, that was my little crush on soda. Got into chest, I'm getting old. That's why I dye my hair, y'all. <laughs> oh, so um, we're trying. What was I saying? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was I saying? Um, um. You don't remember? You won't even listen. I That's messed listening. up. How you got a co-host that don't listen? And I put her name before mine. You see that? That's only because B comes before C in the alphabet. X, bitch. X. <laughs> Same thing. Wakanda for life. Oh, okay. Um, so. <laughs> well, uh-uh, I, what? I can't be from Wakanda. Or Wakanda. Let's see. <laughs> I don't you know, know what the name is, so that's can- number one. Okay, that's not funny. But Spanish people have talked like that too, though. I feel like we did have that conversation. Anyway, I don't even know why we had that conversation. Like, why were we even talking about that? Because that's what this show is about. The conversations that won't be had. That was a good segue, girl. You did that. Yes, we about the conversations that ain't gonna be had. Like, we want to talk about... You know what I'm saying? So, if you know anything about... Call in. 757 <laughs> We just lost like all of our viewers huh? Probably <laughs> uh, She's from the Toga And I don't know why I feel like that should mean something But it should Like you don't get the clout Like you deserve Being a Saratogian <laughs> Is that the <laughs> Right <laughs> So anyway, I need to know what is what is the actual word though. How does how how is it? Is, hmm. <laughs> You're a Saratogian. No, that does not sound right. That can't be the correct <laughs> way. It just can't be. That sounds like garbage right there. No, 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 no. Saratoga site. Uh, uh-uh, you won't be no site. That's like bugs and stuff. How? <laughs> Where else are they a site? You what are you thinking about a parasite or something? What pe- give me a people that's a site. <laughs> I don't know. Right. But I think it is a, a term. Right? That's the ending of one of them things. <laughs> one of them things. Because you don't want to be a Sagar. See? You can't even A Saratogian. Ew. Like Will Roy Road. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, I don't like it. Okay. So anyway. Mm. We'll figure it out. Mm, if you if you got the answer, what it's supposed to be? Any of my other Saratogians? <laughs> God, no! Please give me any of y'all. the Toga generation. I don't know if you're from the Toga. Email her. I know we're too loud on some you're parts. You're too loud. <laughs> She's over here pointing to the light. 
Well, you was just laughing a minute ago. That was all you, bro. That shit was red, red. Yeah, because you was loud. No, you. Mm-mm. Okay, we, this is recorded. I know. So anyway, mm-hmm. as a people. As a people. <laughs> from Saratoga. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's you. That's not just me, that's you Right, too. as a people from Saratoga. Um mm-hmm. Support her, but that wasn't what the conversation was about. It wasn't. I don't even remember. But subscribe. We got to remember subscribe. Subscribe. Oh, but basically, we were talking about the concept of the show and like how it right. evolved, right. and then we and then we evolved into a different conversation. What's going to happen a lot with us? But essentially, the show is not about anything in particular, right? Nope. Because and everything in particular, right? All at the same time. Because somehow we end up from point A, right? Oh. All right. So I was listening. Okay. No, 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 no. B-I-T-C-H. That's me. No. So, okay. So I was watching the Netflix special about um, about the psychedelics. Of oh, course. Okay. So listen. Of anyway, course anyway, anyway. it was. So, God, I got to have Like, to go what's back a car? We know how to make cars? It's not what she said. Yeah. It was close enough. She said, we know how cars work. Right. Anyway, um, I was, I'm paraphrasing. Into who? So, what, um, stop, so you can make me forget. So, one I'm, of the things I'm trying to have was, a good standing, um, camera face while you talk. I'm being a good co-host. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, one of the things the, um, person said was how, I guess she was at this intersection and like you had to go from point A to point B to point C or something like that. And she was like, but she was at this intersection and she had took LSD and she thought to herself, why don't I just go from point A to point C? Right. And she was like, so from now on, she uses that like in life always, you know what I'm saying? How can I do this without having to go to point B? And I was like, that is cool that people can, okay. <laughs> that people no, I can, just like, wanted to know how. Do these, you, do these type of drugs and have like these prolific or whatever like, even, outcome look, and experience. I don't even have to have drugs, girl. I'm just prolific. <sighs> but no, I wanted to know what that had to do with you were comparing our conversations to that. <laughs> <laughs> so we basically talk like we're on LSD. Essentially, is, is is what you're saying. Is that what I just said? Yeah, no. basically, because no. we would talk about you was oh. like you're gonna find that in our conversations we go from A to, and then you were stuck, and then you went into. Okay, so Anywho. back to us having the mini series, which is gonna feature a lot of people and their stories and. About their time and such And then also We are going to eventually get Okay so originally it was supposed to be Like we wanted to um, um, Like play music You know Music and spoken words and things Mm -hmm. that people From the inside Recorded Mm -hmm. And then we wanted to do rap battles Between like people on the inside people on the streets Now there is still an idea However, because the podcast happened so quickly, mm-hmm. you know, you're thinking about publishing rights and 
making right. sure that no one can steal things and making sure you didn't steal it from somebody and you know it's like that stuff takes time so basically we decided to do these mini series to fill in those gaps right you know but that's still part of our right. show we're gonna get there it's just a little right yeah, it was important process. to us to start like learning this stuff and getting it together. So by the time the child actually start listening, we good. We'd be like Wendy Williams and Ricky Lake, <laughs> right? All in, all in one. I was gonna say Montel Jordan, and I knew that was wrong. I know it's Montel Williams, but it didn't fit into the scenario. <laughs> I am weak. <laughs> <laughs> Shelby, a Texan. I am a volleyball, ba- volleyball bay. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Jamal. <laughs> volleyball bay is definitely Jamal. Is Jamal. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's crazy that she has more bays other than me, right? Y'all see this face? Y'all see this face? I should be the only everything bay, but I ain't everything bay. Just tell everything, babe. Don't nobody else come through for me like you've come through for me. Oh, that's sweet. Oh, whatever. She about to ask for something. <laughs> Maybe in a couple of days. Um. So, <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> we are hoping that you are liking our podcast so far. Um, if you have ideas and whatnot, okay. you can... Um, Mm-hmm. You can um, see. I get distracted real easily. <laughs> keep going. Come on. <laughs> and you all up in the. You might as well come introduce yourself now. <laughs> you all up in the microphone. <laughs> quietly. <laughs> it, was that in your text message? It was. To enter quietly, <laughs> and then he's like, "Y'all good? Go ahead and finish all what y'all doing. Go ahead and finish recording. Y'all good." <laughs> Yeah. And it's funny because now I feel like I'm being cheated on. Because, <laughs> like, he was supposed to sneak in <laughs> and he didn't. So now I feel like I found the underwear on the floor. <laughs> and when usually it's the women finding the panties, you know what? I felt for you women in that moment. Is that a real thing, though? What? Like, do men cheat and, like, um, excuse me, anonymous person. <laughs> <laughs> Anonymous <laughs> Oh you just gonna disappear But no really So Is that a thing though Like The women really firing Like guys Flings Panties Or is that like Something that just happens In a movie I don't know Actually that's one, a good conversation well, if, if you I- ever had A man to cheat on you Or vice versa And you found Underwear That belongs to the Other person mm-hmm. That wasn't you how did you know? Did you really, really know? Either which way, I got so many questions. Like, email me. <laughs> I got so many questions. Christian, X-T-I-A-N, at A-G-E-PrismTalk.com. Like, this is the conversation we need to have. Because is that just some TV stuff? Have you ever had anybody cheat on you? Yes. How did you end up finding out? Like it wasn't by underwear on the floor no, it wasn't. type of situation. Nah, nah, you, nah, it wasn't like that. So did you like? <laughs> like go- I was about to go into the store, but it wasn't like that. Okay, so go into the story, yeah, because it's interesting. Yes, that. This is interesting. Okay, what's well, interesting to me? 
I've never. I, I, I never I even told you this. I, I, told I was about to lie and say I've never cheated. <laughs> um, but have I cheated? <laughs> I think in order to cheat, you have to have sex, <laughs> right? I don't think I ever cheated. Did I? Anyway, have I? <laughs> anyway, so as she my, my leg. <laughs> um. Anyway, so my story was, what well, is, um, <laughs> is that how I caught my boyfriend cheating? So I used to go with this boat boy, and the ones not from this area that don't know what boat boy means is just a guy in the navy. Right. Okay, good, because I was damn sure about to ask. What the hell is a boat boy? He had a boat. So a boat boy, right? Um, so was he like secretly gay? No. Oh my goodness, I can tell it. Now, what happened was is that me and my homegirl went out, and I couldn't get in contact with him because he had been acting real stupid lately, right? <laughs> so my homegirl was talking to one of his boys, and we just so happened to be out there in Norfolk one day and so we rolled up on the spot. Now the spot <laughs> um was the place that like a couple of them stayed but then a lot of them just came and hung out or whatever, right? Okay. So we rolled up on the spot. And um what happened? I think my homegirl was there talking to him and then I just so happened to like he wasn't there. My my boyfriend wasn't there. So I just noticed that, you know, his old cell phone was there. And while my homegirl had <laughs> his boy, you know, distracted, man, I flipped that Jane open. I was writing down all sorts of numbers. I had a whole sheet of paper. I had like one through I'm telling you, like it was a whole bunch this, of numbers. This was flip phone era? I think so. Oh yeah. Probably, yeah. Weird. So, and then you called all those people. Yes, one day I think I, I don't even remember. Like, so what did you say? <laughs> I don't remember. Can, can you tell me but, who you sleeping with? Because if it's my man, we need to talk. Yeah, I don't even remember what I said. I can't even believe that I was that bold to just start like calling numbers. But anyway, so nobody was either answering the phone or whatever. whatever did you leave a message? Like, no. Oh, okay. Until I got to like one, and. Me and her had a whole conversation about bro, whole conversation for like an hour and some change. Me and her was on the phone talking about him. So <coughs> me and her got together. My homegirl rode with us. We went to go pick her up, and we rolled up on the spot. <laughs> All together. All together, we rolled up in the shame. This nigga was in there with a whole nother bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so he was getting on both y'all. Both of us. So the side chick was a side chick. The side chick was a motherfucking side chick. That's crazy. But yeah, it was. But you know what? Like I always been confused about things like that because I always feel like if men are honest with women, some women will deal with their bullshit. You know, you're right. And and, and not even that. You have the choice whether to deal with them or not, and that's of course your decision to make. But I know women that are like happy being the side chick. Like uh uh-uh, uh, he needs to go home with his wife. <laughs> Don't be saying we going out. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him we going out afterwards. He needs oh to go home to his wife. Goodness, I'm weak. I was gonna say something. You made me completely totally I'd forget. Stop worrying about what I'm doing over here. No, no. While you were telling your story, I was thinking something. Oh. Okay. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, it's just interesting the way people. Okay, so I grew up with. 
my two best friends, right? <laughs> and we used to go on stakeouts. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've went on stakeouts with plenty of my home. Yo, every time old girl was thinking her man, was she, we was on. Okay, so one day I was actually in an entanglement. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I wasn't with my two best friends, but they had my car. And they staking out somebody for like four hours. Staked out. Everywhere they went, they went. But the people that was driving knew they were staking them out. So finally confronted them. Wasn't even him. <laughs> Lord. They about to go to jail. So if you have those stories, we want you to email them into us. Let's have a conversation about this. Cheaters. Yeah. And I know it's a really weird segue to go from like how this show was created to cheaters, but that's what you're gonna hear on this show. Sometimes we just go from point A to point C, and then sometimes we'll double back to B. Right. Right. So, you know. Cool. Well, we thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed Dream Child and all of his truths. All his truths. And um, we will be back Friday, and she'll let you know how it was playing with balls all night. (laughs) No. no He's not wrong And they probably not all gonna be volume <sighs> Okay they probably are Okay <sighs> <laughs> Thank you We love you Be more at AGEPrisonTalk.com mm-hmm. Christian at AGEPrisonTalk.com Spotify Subscribe Chance to win a thousand dollars, a date with us that you paid for, and <laughs> some shirtless pictures from us both. And then you get to be on the show and talk about it. I'm not agreeing to that last part. <laughs> she don't know when she signed a contract for this show, she got to what we say. So, what do y'all want out of her? Let us know. Seven by seven, <laughs> eight to nine. Yes, I just pimped you off. How for did some, I can just get pimped out for some subscriptions, girl. Oh my god! You know, it's really, really cute. This little young girl gave me her number yesterday, and I was looking at her like, "What's this? Do people still do that? Just like write their number on a piece? Clearly, they do because it happened yesterday. But she legit like wrote her name out on a piece of paper, wrote down the number, and like did this little funky thing where she like hit me with a slide. But I thought I was like buying drugs or something. <laughs> And I never bought drugs before, so <laughs> I don't know the slide thing. I'm not good at it. I'm gonna get it. caught. <clears throat> um, yeah, and hit me with the, like the little, and I took it, and I was like, "This is a note." I had to like look at my phone, like, "Is it 2021?" <laughs> and she just slipped me a piece of paper, yeah. a note, and it said her name and her phone number, and called me with a winky eye. Okay, I'm lying about the winky eye. It was just a name and number, but. It would have been better if you added a winky eye. Okay, so she should have added a winky eye. Got it. This is people. Bye.